It's February 9th, 2023. Plenty of fishermen's flea markets in the weekend ahead to tell you about, including one on Super Bowl Sunday in Palmyra, where I'll be before the big game. And of course, we are, as of today, just 20 days away from the reopening of New Jersey's Back Bay Striped Bass Fishery. So our countdown to March Madness continues here at the Fisherman Magazine. I'm Jim Hutchinson with the New Jersey Delaware Bay Edition, and in talking to a lot of our shops in the Garden State earlier this week to compile the weekly fishing reports that you'll find at thefisherman.com, from Pinebrook and Bayonne, down Cape May, up around the bend, into the Delaware, it's the same thing. Everyone is amped up for the start of the striped bass and winter flounder fishery here in the Garden State. Back Bay, Salty Rivers, of course, here in New Jersey, that's when striped bass opens. This isn't the quietest place to be, but it's one of my favorite places to be going back 30 years. Just kind of showcases the fact that everybody goes to the same locations for striped bass on March 1st. I really do have a feeling with the warmer weather we've had this winter, they're gonna be alive all over the place. So there'll be plenty of places to find striped bass as of March 1st. We will have more on that in the March edition of the Fisherman Magazine. Now I have heard from a, a number of folks since last Thursday's weekly video fishing forecast about that particular closure in the Garden State and people wondering why New Jersey is so exclusive with that new with that no targeting rule of striped bass in January and February. So let's spend a few minutes and talk about that first before we get into some of the reports. We are a rather unique state, of course, bordered by the Delaware and the Hudson spawning estuaries and having a noted smaller, if not insignificant, according to fisheries managers, an insignificant number of spawning locations, Great Egg Harbor, Mullica, uh, probably even, uh, I don't know, these holdover fish in the Toms are up into the Raritan as well. But since these fish are quite lethargic during the winter months of January and February, it makes them a little bit more apt to being snagged as opposed to caught. Now I've been told that some fishermen used to gig up striped bass in some of the deeper holes, think Collins Cove when it iced over on the Mullica River. Um, not sure if that's an accurate fact or not as to why the state of New Jersey does not have a January and February fishery. But some folks have asked me, hey, listen, why can't we at least catch and release this these fish? Well, the fact is that even a catch and release fishery on striped bass has a mortality rate, 9% which means nine out of every 100 stripers caught and released will count as dead fish. And those numbers come from our, uh, well, our theoretically administered uh, recreational harvest surveys, right? And there's pretty much, according to the, these surveys from the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission, there's just about as much mortality on the stripers that we release as with a striped bass that we take home. So therein lies the number one problem, I believe, with anybody's efforts to open a catch and release only fishery for striped bass here in, the, in, in, in New Jersey in January and February. See that harvest data that I was talking about, the Marine, the Marine Recreational Information Program, MRIP, it replaced MRFs, but it's still done six times a year. Two months go into each part, all right? They're called waves. Two months in one wave, January and February, wave one. March, April, wave two. 
May, June, wave three, and so on and so on. But the problem is that NOAA Fisheries does not conduct any wave one fishery reports. There is no MRIP survey in January and February. So anyone fishing for striped bass anywhere along the Atlantic coast, catch and release or harvest, it doesn't matter. Because there's no MRIP survey in January and February, that mortality number does not compute. Apparently federal government only works 35 hours a week, 10 months out of the year. Plus you get your 30 and, a, 30 and out pension. Hey, as I said, New Jersey is a rather unique state, often criticized outside of our borders for a whole host of reasons. No one likes us, but we don't care, right? But by not having a directed mortality in any striped bass fishery in January and February, that's not too bad, right? And then of course, there's the game fish thing in New Jersey. We're only one of a few, a handful of coastal states that has no commercial harvest, no commercial sale on striped bass. And I know that some out of staters think the bonus program that allows recreational anglers to apply for a bonus tag against that unused commercial harvest, they think that it's horrifying and unfair. Well, then if you're in one of those states that has a commercial harvest, why don't you go out and get game fish status yourself? But consider this, my friends, Massachusetts, as an example, has a commercial striped bass quota of 735,240 pounds of dead fish. And anyone can go get a commercial permit to fish commercially for striped bass in Massachusetts, even if you're just a recreational fisherman. On the other hand, New Jersey's unused commercial quota totals just 215,912 pounds. And according to the latest report from the New Jersey's Bureau of Marine Fisheries, bonus permitted anglers harvested just 33,642 pounds of that in 2022. That's just 15%, 15.6% of the total commercial quota that has been transferred to recreational fishermen. In other words, the bonus program in New Jersey left a swimming reserve of 182,270 pounds of striped bass in the water because of game fish status. You're welcome, Massachusetts. By the way, the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission, ASMFC, they recently held off any decision to allow states to transfer unused commercial quota to other states with commercial quota. Now, I've had more than a few debates about the bonus program with folks over the years, but I will tell you, this 15% usage bonus program, we've effectively protected that against any future debate by the ASMFC about moving commercial quota from one state to the other. If we hadn't used that, there's a good chance, perhaps, that that unused commercial quota in New Jersey, if we didn't have a bonus program, could get absconded, stolen, hijacked, moved out of New Jersey to another state. So yes, you're welcome, New York, as well. White perch, porgies, and tog, that's pretty much about it in this first full week of February, except the freshwater options that we'll let George the Pocono Outdoors guy fill you in on in just a little later. If you're looking for bloodworms for white perch, True World Tackle in Bayonne, Hook House, Tom's River, Dave at Absecon Bay, most consistent options that I can think of in the Garden State. We did have a great report from Fanatics this week at thefisherman.com, the Ocean City-based tackle shop calling it, quote, the best perch action we have ever seen. 
that's a pretty big statement. They also recommended the game preserves in Tuckahoe, Corbin City, the old section of the Beasley's Point Bridge, on the Summers Point side, Jeffers Landing, Corbin City Park, and Gibson's Creek Boat Ramp as all great land-based locations to go find yourself some white perch. By the way, I didn't mention bloodworms, but the folks in Fanatics do have vacuum-sealed perch-size minnows for you to give a shot. By the way, while we're still in that particular area of Summers Point, great egg area, big congrats to the folks at Waterfront Marine in Summers Point for the fifth consecutive year. They've been awarded the number one dealer in the world for Chaparral and Roballo boats. We get a chance to go see those folks from Waterfront in just a few weeks when the Atlantic City Boat Show kicks off March 1st, same day as striped bass and winter flounder. Back to the perch. Bob Haynes has been letting me know on a regular basis that he's still whipping on those white perch by kayak in the Mullica River. And again, 20 days, less than three weeks before those particular waters just up the road a spell will open up towards striped bass. March 1st, striped bass, winter flounder. It's the time to kick off the cobwebs on these final days of winter. Now in terms of TOG, which I mentioned before, in terms of those options, I did speak to Bobby at Fisherman's Den earlier this week who said the Ocean Explorer is still hitting the blackfish grounds out of Belmar on the Shark River. In fact, they had a nine pounder on deck on Tuesday. The Paramount out of Brielle still fishing for blackfish and cod. Meanwhile, the big Jamaica is heading offshore on the weekends catching cod, pollock, weak fish, and yes, porgies. We will know more March 2nd, New Jersey Marine Fisheries Council. What's going on with porgy situation in 2023, as well as black sea bass. The starfish out of Sea Isle City still railed with customers looking to get out and catch some blackfish out of Cape May County. Meanwhile, JC2 out of Lewis Harbor Marina. I also believe the Katy did is still sailing for folks out of Delaware looking to get in on some of those blackfish during the month of February. A few fishy events to tell you about this weekend in Manahawkin, Port Monmouth, Palmyra, and also Columbia, Pennsylvania. But first, let's get a 60 second update. There was a little flurry of ice action out in the Poconos but I understand there's also some good hard water or open water action as well. Let's check in with my friend George, the Pocono Outdoors guy. Well, hey, thanks, Jim. You know, Mother Nature did return and give us enough winter to develop a few inches of ice to let all these ice anglers get out, drill a few holes, and get into some of that winter ice fishing that they've all been looking forward to. Uh, we had a few guys check in, getting us some great fish. We had Dave Kyle from Central PA. He was out getting himself uh, a bunch of panfish, which is, you can't beat that on a cold day. Uh, Joe Kiefer also checked in. Well, he was had a mess of crappie and bass, and he was out in Bucks County, PA, drilling a few holes down there as well. Joe Fedor, well, he was in an undisclosed lake here up in the Poconos. Uh, he got himself some perch, some bluegill, and some bass in the mix as well. But you know, those guys out there fishing at open water for trout, well, they're not doing too bad either. That season continues to do well. Uh, Tom Gilmore out in the Poconos, getting himself some really nice brown trout. So guys, the fishing continues. Uh, I think that's going to only get better from here as temps get back up start moving into the 50s again. I think we're going to have a real short spring season, but uh, we'll see what happens. Who knows? A couple more weeks, we'll be starting up our Shad Watch, so we'll keep an eye out for that. But for now, go get on them. From Pennsylvania, I'm George, your Pocono Outdoors guy. 
From the Pocono Mountains to the Pacific Coast of Costa Rica, let's check in with Captain Ben, jackpot sport fishing out of Marina Pezvela in Capos. Hey guys, this is Ben Gilmore from Jackpot Sport Fishing with this week's fishing report from Costa Rica. I got these two guys from New Jersey, from Calafon, New Jersey, hooked up to a double sailfish right now. Woo! Right down here in Costa Rica is absolutely cranking, guys. We got sailfish, blue marlin, mahi mahi, and tuna going on right now. Just yesterday, we finished our roosterfish tournament. 62 roosterfish were caught yesterday. Lots of happy anglers, and we tagged a lot of fish for research. The weather's nice, the sea is calm. We got plenty of people from New Jersey coming down to see us. Hope to see you guys down here in Costa Rica. This is Ben Gilmore from Jackpot Sport Fishing. It's your big shoe weekend coming up, a big one. This Saturday, February 11th, the Southern Regional High School Fishing Club will be hosting their annual Fisherman's Flea Market from 8 a.m. till 2 p.m. That's at Southern Regional's Middle School. That's at 75 Cedar Bridge Road in Manahawk, and it's in the cafeteria. And as one of the very first organized high school fishing clubs in the state of, of New Jersey, this particular event at my alma mater, it raises money for the continuing youth activities for that incredible club. Admission is $4, children, under 12 free. Farther north on Saturday in Monmouth County, you have the Highmar Fisherman's Flea Market, 8 a.m. till 2 p.m. at Port Monmouth VFW Post 2179. That's at One Veterans Lane in Port Monmouth. Admission, $5, kids 16 and under free. Of course, they have a bunch of great seminars as well this weekend if you want to check out that Saturday event. Out in Columbia, Pennsylvania, on Saturday, Susquehanna Fishing Tackle, slowly I turn. They are hosting Smallmouth Saturday from 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. Smalley, uh, Smalley experts, including George Accord, Travis Manson, and Corbin Gottwald, they'll be on hand to share their tools and tactics for success on the water when you're looking for smallmouth. Door prizes as well should be a killer freshwater event there at Susquehanna Tackle. And then slowly I turn towards the other side of the Delaware, across the Tackety Palmyra Bridge to the annual Palmyra Fire Department's Fishing Tackle Flea Market, one of my favorite annual events. I'm there every year. I'll be there again from 9 a.m. till 2 p.m at the Charles Street School at 100 West Charles Street in Palmyra, and I will be there for that Super Sunday celebration. So stop by and say hello. Yes, the Palmyra event is on Super Bowl Sunday, and it only goes until 2 p.m. It's a quick shot across the Tackany Palmyra Bridge for folks in Pennsylvania to give it a shot. Admission is $4. Stop by the fisherman's table. I will be there with the BKK hooks and your Fish Bites uh, Fight Clubs for your new or renewing subscription to the Fisherman Magazine. For the complete rundown on all the events this month in the tri-state area, make sure you pick up that February edition of the Fisherman Magazine. It's available in newsstands, tackle shops, marinas. Uh, of course, you'll find it at Wawa when you're going to, get, going to get your cup of coffee in the morning. But make sure, too, that you consider subscribing. All the great events will come to your door and, of course, that means you can enter the Dreamboat Fishing Challenge. Come see me on Sunday in Palmyra. I will hook you up with that subscription. Don't forget to register. NJ 
saltwater registry saltwaterregistry.nj.gov that's saltwaterregistry.nj.gov it's free but it's required and it's required every single year you got to get this updated annually to remain a legal eagle finally this week i love the comment the comments that we get on our youtube page keep them up one particular comment in last week's video fishing forecast was from brendan warner who asks quote when the Super Bowl is over, can we talk New Jersey hockey since you cover New Jersey, Delaware Bay? Brendan says, let's go Devils. Jeez, uh, that's our only New Jersey-based sports team among the big four. Uh, and, and they're battling for a number one slot right now in the Metropolitan Division. So yes, uh, in honor of, uh, of, of that fact, being New Jersey, and in honor of the Leeds family, wherever you are, descendants of the Jersey Devil, yeah, let's do it. Let's go Devils, let's go Jersey. But as for Sunday, well, yeah, I've been saving another bottle of cheap bubbly ever since I uncorked the last one this week back in 2018. So catch them up. I'll see you this weekend at one of the shows and I'll see you again next week right here at thefisherman.com. Go birds.